Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. And today we are happy to welcome this week's guest to discuss today's topic, which is driving results with your marketing for direct-to-consumer e-commerce brands. This week's guest is the founder of The Snow Agency, a performance and social media marketing agency that is disrupting the e-commerce landscape for DTC brands. He's a proven expert, having launched and scaled numerous viral e-commerce brands himself over the course of three and a half years, generating over $50 million in revenue without ever receiving funding or a loan. Say hello to Daniel Snow. Hi, Daniel. How's it going? Great, great to have uh, Thank you for uh, having me on today. You bet. We're glad to have you. Now, before we dive into today's topic, let's first hear your backstory and what ultimately led you to do what you're doing now. Now, I assume there's no relation to Jon Snow. John, believe it or not, John Snow was actually my brother and my business partner on the agency. Oh, wow. That's a joke that just backfired because my my John Snow I was <laughs> referencing was Game of Thrones, but um <laughs> but that's your brother's name as well, huh? It is. It is. Yeah. And he believe me, you can imagine how much he uh he he gets made fun of with that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, you know, uh, the good thing is that's probably the coolest actor ever, ever on a series. So, so let's uh, let's hear about your agency. How'd you get started, and, and what are you guys up to? Yeah. So we are a full service marketing agency, in that uh, specifically for direct consumer brands is where we focus on. We have some clients outside of that, but that's primarily our focus. Um, we got started um, at first which is kind of the reverse of what most agencies do now by creating and scaling our own brands, kind of like where you just said. So before the agency, we had a portfolio of brands that we owned, operated, scaled, and eventually sold. Uh, we were focused on this for three and a half years. So where we uh, eventually, uh, after having our brand sold, we had built a large name for ourselves in the space. Um, and as really, you know, leaders in the space of people who really knew what they're doing. And we constantly had people reaching out to us to see if we could help with their advertising campaigns. So mm-hmm. after we sold our brands, we uh, we were able to start taking on clients and fast forward, you know, 18 months later, here we are today, we have 80 employees, 100 clients. Um, we were lucky enough, like I said, be able to have a full service sort of a creative studio, we have email, SMS marketing, uh, you know, ad buyers on the platforms, creative strategists. So. It's really awesome to see. Um, and even before the brands, I got started in the space in the organic side when I was uh, in college nine years ago, creating large organic followings on social media and then eventually monetizing it. So I had created large Twitter accounts, um, 
eventually moved to Instagram, created large Instagram accounts. They have, have, have generated 50, about 50 million followers organically for my own accounts. Um, these are typically theme accounts. So it's like, a, you know, we right now is we have the largest, still have the, the largest rap fan base in the world on social media with over 25 million followers. Um, and then before, in, in the past, I've created niche-based audiences like fitness, um, luxury accounts, uh, sport accounts, stuff like that. Um, and eventually created a self-serve advertising platform called Caffeine Digital, where we, we took advertisers, created landing pages, and, 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 and gave these, uh, these offers to influencers and other people with large followings like myself on social media who were able to monetize their accounts. So we had a lot of success in this. We had 4,000 influencers using the platform from 2014 to 15. And, uh, and then that's what allowed us to start rapidly scaling brands when we, when we pivoted to that because we had already seen, um, at least on the organic side, working with influencers, how to, how to do it for the most efficient way possible. Yeah, wow, you got a lot of stuff going. I mean, I, I love your story, how you started doing it before you began an agency that's similar, similar to mine, although the company I worked for only got to about 10 million, um, and it took about five, six, seven years, well, six years, and you did it in three and a half. What, what were you selling that you got to fifty million in three and a half years? Um, we were, our, our, we were, we had a, a phone case brand called Go Case. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what, what we started with, um, and then we also uh, launched a large women's shapewear company called the Perfect Sculpt, and then we had created many other brands along the way. We had a toothbrush company called Auto Brush, um, a gun cleaning and accessory company called. Um, um, trigger fanatics and, uh, and other kind of cool, cool gadgets and whatnot along the way. And what were you selling that just on your own website or on your website, Amazon combination? How, how are you? That was that? all on our, on our own website. Wow. That's fantastic. Now in your bio, I read, it says disrupting the e-commerce landscape for DTC brands. In case someone isn't familiar, can you define a DTC brand, and then let listeners know the really exciting part. How how are you saying you're disrupting the e-commerce landscape? Yeah, so um, DTC stands for direct consumer, um, and as we see it, we are taking the you know the approach of, of of the brand owner and putting together everything that ultimately leads to growth for brands. Um, we're extremely involved in the creatives. Um, involved in, in funnels and microsites, optimizing websites, leveraging influencers and user-generated content to, to build uh, our market and, and, and leveraging market research and customer research to allow us to build creatives and landing pages that resonate with the customers. Um, and that's ultimately truly our playbook toward, towards growing brands and doing it consistently. Um, and and the, uh, the disruption is referring to how quickly we've grown brands um, in this space. You know, we're confident that we can take small brands and make them into very large brands rather quickly if they work, you know, if, of course, if they, they do the right things along the way. But, you know, at this point, we've taken 18 different companies who are doing 50K a month and under in revenue to doing between 500,000 and 4 million a month in revenue. So, um, and, and many of those were not, were, were not uh, funded companies. Many of them were bootstrap companies. Um, 
first-time founders, and yeah. That's great. Now, I see where you are growing. I mean, you said, what, you have 80 people now working in your agency in about 18 months. What is it like to manage that many people, and, and how have you done it? How, how has your agency been able to grow so quickly? Uh, I would say it's been able to grow so quickly, number of, primarily because we've gotten great results for our clients. And when you get great results for clients, number one, we're performance-based. So we charge percentage of ad spend. We see upside when our clients grow. We grow as, as a direct correlation. This allows us to invest in other aspects of our business, like retention, like I mentioned, the creative studio. So it gives us the ability to land more clients, the ability to offer different offerings, um, and the ability to to to, uh, um, to build our team and, and, and with great leadership. Um, the way we've managed it, uh, growing the team so quickly is that we put um, you know we put tons of processes in place along the way and allowed uh, and, and we've done a great job of growing our people internally and turning them into managers and leaders because you can't manage over 80 people by yourself. So um, we're very focused on our training processes and constantly giving our, our team the ability to grow. Um, and this allows them to become leaders uh, and really enjoy what they're doing. So, yeah. Now, I think you might have answered it, but I'm always curious because a lot of search engine marketing agencies kind of get into the trap as, as you know, it's great service when when the founders run it and when you and your brother are running it, but as you get bigger, you know, you have to branch out and you're hiring people who don't have experience and you're trying to train them as you're trying to grow. How have you been able to, to avoid that trap when you've been expanding your agency? Um, avoid which trap specifically? Well, just the, the trap of not providing as good a service is when you did it yourself, when you, you've hired out and, and you keep growing, how, how are you training people to, you know, be still provide the, the type of service that you were getting great results with when you first started? Yeah, well, if anything, we're, it's, it's, it's even better, better. Uh, I truly believe that we're in a position to achieve better results now than we were even servicing our own brands. We, we, we're, we, we increase our training processes drastically uh, every every single training class we get, which is typically once a quarter. And we've been building that for, you know, four years now. When we had our brands, it was a work in progress mainly. And everyone was kind of working on, you know, more so active management training. And now we have a very detailed and thorough database of knowledge and trainings that we now we've been building for the last six years. So um, once again, we invest a ton into training and management. Um, and that's the number one way. The second way is that we invest a ton into the creatives for our clients um, because we know that creatives are, you know, live or die, so to speak, in digital these days. So we invest a lot in, into the creative support for all accounts that we work with. Now, the Snow Agency, it offers a ton of services looking at it. I see you have Facebook and Instagram ads, Google ads, Snapchat ads. SMS marketing, email marketing, et cetera. Where do you find that new clients should start? And which marketing channel do you typically see the highest profitability, the highest ROAS? 
Uh, I typically recommend clients to start on Facebook. Uh, Facebook has been the, uh, the, and still is, the dominant force for customer acquisition on digital. And if you can prove, prove results on Facebook, um, it allows you to then scale, and I say Facebook, I mean Facebook and Instagram, to scale on the other platforms. Facebook and Instagram obviously have the most users of, it, of, of any platform, which is another large reason. So it's, you know, has the most, the big, large stability to bring in the most amount of customers. Um, but, and the greatest return on ad spend is, is what we're seeing, definitely SMS marketing. Um, it's really crazy what you can, you know, the, with, with the open rates and engagement that are happening on SMS. And we've been double and tripling down on our team and all our clients on this platform. Well, let's, let's talk about Facebook for a few minutes. How have you seen the new privacy changes affect your clients' Facebook ads, or, or have they? I've seen it affect it drastically. It's not for me, and I've talked to other agency owners, other large brands. It's, it's consistent with literally every advertiser on the internet right now. iOS 14 has impacted the uh, advertising landscape in a dramatic way. Um, it's caused uh, a massive lack of attribution, which with lack of attribution, uh, we're not, you know, we don't have the same, Facebook is not getting their machine learning system, which is how you take a $20 budget and put it in an audience of 100 million people and still be able to identify uh, which customers are the most in market to buy your product. Um, and now with this lack of attribution and, and, and data that's not passing back uh, from a lot of these iOS devices is, is, is really disrupting the ability uh, for proper targeting as good as, it, as it's been in the past. So in, 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 in turn, conversion rates are notoriously lower than they've been. And this mm -hmm. is what's causing this drop in return on ad spend. So it's definitely impacted the advertising landscape for everyone. And, uh, you know, the, the things in our control are trying to optimize the, uh, the conversion funnel of, uh, on site, try to create the best creatives possible and try to own the customer and own the customer. I mean, you know, get their, ha have a great, uh, retention funnel for email and SMS marketing. What what did you brands need to do to get Facebook and Instagram right? Is is that it? They need to the creative, the conversion on their website. What what do they need to do? Where would you recommend they start? Um, I would start doing cut, cut market research, pulling your customers. You have a post purchase survey in place. Read your reviews on Facebook on the site uh, on customer service. See what the, the the you know customers are loving about your brand, what they're hating about their brand, what what, what what are the the, the the traits of your product they love or hate? Uh, the ingredients, if, if relevant, the materials. And once you have all that data, you can put that in your marketing materials on your website and in your content. Now we touched a little bit on privacy. You know, I mean, COVID's ending. How should e-commerce brands be thinking about marketing their products the rest of 2021 and going into 2022? Um, how I see is, especially if you're a scaled brand, trying to put all of your eggs in one basket, in many cases, Facebook and Instagram. Um, mm -hmm. People have been saying this for years and no one has taken much action. Um, so I think now is like a true, uh, you know, a real inflection point where brands realize they need to go omni-channel. 
So I think that omni-channel marketing is more important now than ever and always will be. And trying to get your products in as many different marketplaces and potentially even in retail where, where your customers are shopping um, is the best way to capture all of the, uh, the reach you're, you're achieving through your digital ads. Can you share a success story? I'd love to hear uh, one of your favorite success stories from, from a client, what you were able to yeah. do for them. I would say our largest success story to date has definitely been a brand called Hollywood Hair Bar. They were one, literally one of our first clients. Um, she came to us doing 20 to 30,000 a month in revenue. Um, fast forward a year later, her brand achieved, I believe it was 25 million in revenue directly on her uh, on her Shopify store. Um, and this is due in part to, you know, she, she would always had, listen to advice, was constantly eager to learn, constantly uh, working with, with her customers, constantly getting content from them, and ultimately building a very strong community. And although many brands can achieve revenue quickly, she did a great job and focus on trying to turn her customers into a community. Um, and that's why we, we work so well together and, and ultimately the brand blew up very quickly. And that was even without having to hire a huge celebrity or influencer. Um, it was really just mainly the ads that drove it all. Now, I guess my next question would be, I mean, that's a great story. I'm, I'm sure you've, like I have, have taken clients who have come from, from other agencies. How should they avoid this mistake? What, what do you think that e-commerce companies get wrong when looking to to hire an agency to, to handle their marketing? Um, I think most companies get wrong is that they just, it, from, especially from what I see, um, you know, trying to like, like if, if, if companies are just completely hands off and I'm not gonna say this is every time, it like, I feel like you need, you need to treat your agency like your internal team and work with them and manage them um, and set expectations on what you want for the, mm -hmm. the, the, the brands that I've seen that are like, okay, I don't want to be involved at all. Like, I don't want to learn what's going on. Those are typically the clients that don't get as much success as the clients that work with us, want to learn from us, want to grow with us and become a collaborative effort um, and work with our team. You know, we're a true extension of each brand we work with. Those are the ones that get the most success. So um, that's what I see. Now, you personally, have, have there been any business books out there that you can attribute to your journey as an entrepreneur? Um, I would say there's not one uh, specifically, mm -hmm. but um, I would say Shoe Dogs was really inspirational to me. Um, and another really great one was the book, The Shoe Dogs Story of Nike by Phil Knight. Another great one was Stephen Shorson, the book was, it was the pursuit of excellence. Uh, he built black stone. Um, and that book was, was just really resonated with me on many levels and was just filled with golden nuggets that I use in my business today. That's great. You know, I love that question. I, I get so many, almost hardly anybody gives the same answer to that. I don't like, yes. And I have a stack of like 15 books to read. So I'll, I'll add those to the list. 
Now that COVID is ending, where, where do you see e-commerce going here in a post-COVID world? Um, I see e-commerce as, I believe the CEO of Shopify, Toby, said, you know, we got, we're in 2030. Um, we expected the, uh, a large percentage of the world to uh, use e-commerce regularly we're in 2030. So obviously e-commerce is sticky. It's easy. It makes everyone's life easier. You know, why do you have to go to the grocery store, take 30 minutes out of your day to buy a tube of toothpaste? You can do that online on your favorite brand on Amazon. Um, you don't have to no, no longer go do a lot of these mundane tasks in person. So I think that e-commerce is only going to continue growing uh, domestically and internationally um, in a post-COVID world. Now let's uh, switch gears and talk a little bit more about your agency, the Snow Agency. For you guys, what makes your perfect client? Um, I would say what makes the perfect client is, well, we talk, talk about content a ton. I would say someone who has a, a strong, either they are an influencer or work with influencers regularly makes our lives so much easier. I think that if you're strong at influencer marketing, it puts your brand at such an advantage because now you have a constant influx of content. You have, you're building awareness in the market for your, for your brands. And um, it just makes our lives so much easier as advertisers. So brands that get this ultimately have a huge advantage when it's time to, to, to grow them on ad buys. Um, and if, you're, if you don't get this, I would say you'd start to put a huge precedence on influencer marketing and UGC marketing. It doesn't always have to be influencer. Being able to get content from customers or customers who look like, or people who look like your customers, talk like your customers. Now, in addition, is there any, I know your e-commerce, is there any specific vertical that you guys like to concentrate or, or does that not really matter? Um, there's not a specific vertical. In my opinion, you know, the way you sell a t-shirt is the same way you sell a water bottle. It's the fundamental um, market research we do for all products and, 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 you know, understanding how to make content to resonate with end customer. So for that reason, um, and I never understand people that specialize in a vertical. Um, it doesn't make much sense to me. It's, it's always understanding the, the, the consumer psychology for each brand or product that you work with. Um, so, yeah. Let me ask, what problems do you solve for your clients? In other words, how, how does your agency stand out from the competition? I would say we stand out from the competition, number one, for how much of, it, of an emphasis we put into the content we make for, for customers. So we, we, we include creatives and landing pages and micro sites. Um, we include that in, in our service fees for all clients uh, and, and not many agencies do. You know, they're running traffic to product pages and then they wonder why they can't get their ad, ad profitable. So we're constantly trying to diagnose um, what if an ad's not profitable, how does it do it? Is it the conversion rate? Is it the average order value? Which is on site? Is it the you know the bounce rate for creative? Is the click through rate too low? Is the average watch time too low? And because we, we we're controlling all aspects that ultimately go into the return on ad spend, it gives us the ability to move quickly, diagnose problems, fix problems, and ultimately fix the return on ad spend and, and scale. So yeah. And if somebody out there is interested in, in learning more about you or or the Snow Agency, 
what is the best way for them to contact you? Uh, best way, if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, it's I am Dan Snell. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Dapper, D-A-P-P-E-R. Um, other than that, if you want to shoot me an email, it's dan at thesnowagency.com. Our website is thesnowagency.com. So, yeah. Great. Well, is there anything I've been really enjoyed our conversation? Is there anything that I maybe uh, missed that I didn't ask you that you'd like to add before we wrap it up? Um, no, not necessarily. I think you covered it all. Great. Well, thanks for joining us. Now, that's it for today. Remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding Daniel or connecting with the Snow Agency, I will put the links into the show notes. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business using Google paid ads, request to join the Make Each Click Count Facebook group. I've been releasing some all new free live trainings and more will be happening soon. In the meantime, remember to stay safe, keep healthy and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.